The best of Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Good morning, this is Frank Skinner. It's a new year, but you're listening to the very best bits of last year's shows. It's a clever little juxtaposition. Happy New Year, everybody. This is the best of Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Oh, I'll tell you, I was, um, I was in, uh, in central London, and a man was walking towards me, and he was... Um, so I guess he was from the Middle East. He got one, a, a massive moustache. Mm. And uh, he's probably about 50-ish. And he says, uh, Frank Skinner. And I said, uh, ah, yes. And he went, you're a very lucky man. <laughs> <laughs> very, very lucky man. You're lucky man. I said, uh, <laughs> yeah, um, mm, yeah. And he, you know, he said, you're very lucky. I mean, he must have said it ten times. Oh. Part of me was thinking, oh, hold on a minute. I have worked my lungs off <laughs> for you people, but um, it's not a well-known phrase. Is it? I've worked my lungs off. No, but. maybe not. <laughs> but um, anyway, I bought into the um, your luckiness. luckiness. Yeah. Uh, in the end, I agreed. I was a very lucky man. Which did, obviously he, did he elaborate on why you were lucky? I think, I think he just thought I was a chancer. Mm. Oh. I don't know. I mean, I think it's all over. Said to me, I, it was said to me in Egypt. I was, I was walking down the road with a a, a, a woman. And a bloke said to me, you're a very lucky man. And I thought, again, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> what about the concept of merit? <laughs> anyway, so it was, uh, it sort of, un- I wouldn't say it upset me, but it unsettled me. And I was, right. I was on my own on the way to the London Palladium to see um, Jerry Lee Lewis. Oh. It goes to a lot of the shows, doesn't it? Oh, all his, all his anecdotes seem to involve a <laughs> London theatre. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, bear in mean, mind I was just walking past the commitments. I didn't actually, <laughs> I didn't go in. But this one, I'd actually, I, I tell you what, God damn it, I'd, I'd pay for a ticket. You didn't. I did. <laughs> how much did that set you back? Shall I tell you how much it cost? Go on me? then. Mm. £125. <laughs> Oh, that's a lucky lot of notes. man. And I'll also be honest. You're a very lucky man. <laughs> no, I'm not a very lucky man. I'll tell you why I'm not a lucky man. Because I got my um, my publicist to call up and say, oh, Frank Skinner would like to come and see Jerry Lewis. Is there any chance he could get a complimentary ticket? And they said no. Wow. <laughs> that is so awful that you made that call and then you got <laughs> well, turned I didn't, down. I didn't make it. Well, yeah, I but you may as well have. If I'd have made it, I would have just died on the spot. <laughs> well, anyway, someone made it using your anyway, name. To be honest, I love Jerry Lee Lewis, and I thought, you know, I'll pay 125 quid. That'll probably get him home. Now, he must be, what, 80-odd now? He's 80 on the 29th of this month. Oh, super fan. Save the date. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> Just let me get my diary, will you? It'll come up in your Jerry Lee Lewis alerts, Al. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know anyway. you've got that app. <laughs> so, anyway, when I got and I sat in the, in the theatre... S- sitting next to me was, was this guy, and he said, hello, I'm the managing director of the Palladium. He was sitting next to me. I thought, well, he hasn't paid. Right. Did you and, say you were a very lucky man? <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I didn't say that. Um, but then, next to him was, all, was empty seats, and I realised that this was what happened, is there was, there was a block of proper celebrities who got uh, got their free seats. Oh. And then the, M- the, the, the MD was like the velvet rope, <laughs> keeping them at bay. And as a special reward, although I, I got first seat of, of, the, of the normal people. Oh. I was oh. Sort of the, like the, the celebrity equivalent of getting a 2-1. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Not quite a proper thing, but, oh. you know, at least I could... I, I had a, a, the same view, basically, and I could see them from where I was sitting. But you know what? You knew. And well, they knew. Well, I don't know. They were quite 
Well, I'll tell you, there was um, there was some quite big celebrities in there. <gasps> but I thought, you know, they could have let... Who else asked? Yeah. <laughs> they could have let me. But anyway, I... Just think how much money they had to spend on popcorn. 125 quid each. They, yeah, that's... They oh, did they know? Looking. See, I felt like telling them... Well, depends them. who was there. Prince Nassim. <laughs> I felt like telling them what they did. Uh, <laughs> um, he he likes the popcorn if he'd, got, if he'd have got a free seat and I'd have had to pay, I would have been... Absolutely. He'd have had two. Yeah. He'd have had more two. than one. <laughs> two free But anyway, it, get, it gets worse. This is the best of Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. You know, we, uh, we, we have an appetite for a pun on this show, don't we? And we occasionally receive them well, from the wider readers. You two do. Um, mm. Well, you were telling your story. You were telling your little story about going to see Jerry Lee Lewis. My little the, story, yeah. And <laughs> the paying £125. Mm. Um, we've had a text, Goodness gracious, great stalls for hire. Ian Angle? No. Oh. Ian, Ian Stewart Dootson. That's, that's, that's a pseudonym. That yes. could be, yeah, non de plume. Uh, he, uh, he adds, I do apologise, I'll see myself out. But no, I liked it. that's I liked all right. It. That's all right. You know, I guess the ball rolling, doesn't yeah, it? We're, we're all warming up. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So, so anyway. great balls of fire. So, yeah, so I looked across. Um, oh, so so we should say, so you need to see who's in the celebrity area. Yes, yeah, so you're I'm not so quite VIP. All I have to do is lean forward and look to my right, <laughs> and there they are lined up. Mm -hmm. And me on the very edge. Do you want us to guess them? Go on. Frankie Kikosa. <laughs> Chico. Maybe. <laughs> Chico. <laughs> no. Bear Grylls. No. Oh, Leslie it... Joseph. No. Oh, no. <laughs> well, I don't know. It was her or Alice Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> Timothy um, Spall. Um, no. Timothy Dalton. No. I'm just going to go through all the Timothys now. <laughs> go on, then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm going to tell you. First one, I'll tell you. Um, yeah, Ringo Starr. No way. Can yes. you check his shoes? You know he's on a shoe advert. You've got to check his shoes. Now. He's on a shoe advert. Yeah, he's on a shoe advert. That's a good celebrity. Yeah. Although I did call across to him. I said I got a message for you from a bloke with a big moustache. I met outside. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Very uh, lucky man. The... <laughs> did he do the, the peace really love song? Really lucky. Really lucky. Really lucky. Now hold on a minute. Ringo Starr thinks that he's invented peace and love as a catchphrase. Does he? Yeah. He <laughs> does it. As a, here comes my catchphrase, peace and love, peace <laughs> and love. And you think, no, that, I'm sure someone said that before you. Mm. Yeah. It's like if I decided that my catchphrase was and. <laughs> <laughs> You just can't, you just can't I think we need to and. workshop that one a bit. Was that and dot dot dot? Was it a yeah. silent dot dot dot? So go on, who are the other celebrities? Peace and Love's there. So, yeah, there's, uh, I mean, I know Ringo is a beat. Bear in mind, I'm looking across as a man who's paid 125 <laughs> quid and is on the brink, so Do you know I'm what not... I hate, Al, is the idea of Frank straining across like <laughs> know, a meerkat it's... trying to look at the celebrities. <laughs> I know, it was awful. But, I mean, I, usually <laughs> I look at them, you know, in admiration and awe, but now I look at them in absolute bitterness. <laughs> <laughs> that they, these people who, every one of them has, could have, Afford hundred and twenty-five quid more than me, <laughs> and also I think I mean I know he was a Beatle, but on, on, you know when they do the current form table on uh, for football, like the last yeah. six matches, yeah. I think I'm doing better than Ringo. Yeah, last advert. six matches. <laughs> He's doing a shoe advert. Oh, there you go. He's in a shoe advert. He's in a shoe advert. Well, he was a Beatle, though. Come on, Frank. He was. He was. A was. Yeah. 
<laughs> I'm just saying, how often does his work phone ringo? Ringo. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he was there, which is, I, I mean, I agree with you, he's, you know, anyway. Go on. So, um... Who else? And then, uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber. Oh. Yeah, he, <laughs> he, again, doesn't need a freebie. No. He, he could probably it's write his, his ticket off against... Is it? Although I'm, I'm, I know this sounds unkind, but it's not, it's not the prettiest line-up so far. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Let's be honest. But it, it's his theatre. I mean, it's hardly the, um... No, but I could have leaned... As it's his theatre, I could have said, there's still time to give me my 125. Quick <laughs> <laughs> that. Um... I'm just saying, you're better looking than both of those characters. Thank you. Um, Robert Plant. Right. Oh, it's getting worse. <laughs> what? No, they're all... I mean, I acknowledge they're big stars, but would it really have broken their heart? How many celebrities wanted to go? Four. Mm. In the world. <laughs> anyway. Robert Plant. Has he still got the big uh, thatch of hair? He's, um, he's curly. I think oh. he might be naturally curly. Mm. I wouldn't put money on it, but I, I think so. That would be my guess, and I was wondering about today's texting, and, uh, I think we found it. Is Robert Plant's, uh, naturally... Or oh, does, oh, does he perm? <laughs> yeah. Does yeah. Plant perm? That's plant the texting. Perm. Get that up, get that up, Sarah, we on our, um, <laughs> social media. Does Plant perm? <laughs> the best of Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Anyway, so it's getting to the moment where Jerry Lee Lewis is soon going to come on stage, and I'll oh, be yeah. honest, I am genuinely excited. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so I'll tell you something that will horrify you. Oh. I've seen Jerry Lee about eight times. The first time I saw him, brace yourselves, was 1972. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry for anyone out there who wasn't born then and is a little Me. bit upset. Never mind out there. Me, yeah, you I, were, wasn't, I wasn't there you born. Go. I anyway, was... let's change the subject. Okay, yes, change the subject. So, um, he's an eccentric character. Do you know he named his, um, he na he's got a son called Steve Allen Lewis. Mm. Who we named because his first chat show was his first like TV break was a Steve Allen show. Oh. So he named <laughs> he named his son after. <laughs> by, by which logic, I would have to call my son Central Weekend. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I love it, John Stapleton. <clears throat> so anyway, so bear in mind, um, Frank Skinner, star of Absolute Radio's mm. Frank Skinner show. Paid 125 quid, couldn't get in the celebrity section. <laughs> um, so then the show begins, and so um, they, 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 a man comes out in a sparkly jacket to introduce it. Mike Reed. <gasps> Shut up! Our very own Mike, Mike Reed, who I eat toast with on a Saturday morning in Hang his on, shorts. You don't eat toast with He's him. Not... He walks through the room and says, Morning, while you eat your toast. Don't try and make it sound like we have some big breakfast loving. No, but we, I, talk, I chat mm. to him about stuff. He yeah. actually seems a lovely character. Exactly. I like Mike. I've got used to him, you know what I mean? He's like, um, I've, I forgot. I forgot how big he was, and there he is, he's actually introducing the show. Does he have a sequin jacket? If I'd have known, I could have said to him, can you come get me a friend? <laughs> yeah, can I be your plus one? <clears throat> yeah. And then, <laughs> god damn it, I oh couldn't what about, and then he tells an anecdote, Mike, Does right? Yeah. Now, hold on, now, I, Mike, I used to love, you know when he did the pop quiz and all that, I know he did more than just being a, being a DJ. Oh, yeah. yeah. Pop quiz was brilliant. Um... So you know, I know he's, I know he's got um, other strands, but I didn't. He said to me, no, he didn't say to me. Actually, he said to everyone. 
Because he didn't, what did he do? I'm coming down into the audience no, now. No, he didn't know I was there. specifically to this man who didn't get a celebrity seat. No, he looks, he, he, he just, he's, he's, I was very much in his periphery vision. Oh. <laughs> um, no, no, so he did, he, and he did, you know, he did a good intro and all that stuff. And he said, yeah, I was, uh, he, he said I was, um, he said I was on, Oh, come on, tell us, tell us. I've never heard you so lost for words. He said I was on holiday once with, uh, Princess Diana and the, and the, the two boys. Oh, yeah. And I thought, hold on a minute. <laughs> I looked across at Andrew Lloyd Webber and Robert Plant and Ringo Starr sitting there. I thought, what's, ha- what's happened to the world? <laughs> and he said, what, what we used to do in the, you know, in the ski lodge in the evenings is I, I would get the guitar out. I thought, what, what's going on? This is true. He said, I would get the guitar out. He said, one night, Prince William, little Prince William, said, why don't you play Mommy's Favourite? And he said, what's that? And she said, Great Balls of Fire. He oh. said, I must tell Jerry Lee that after. And I thought, you went on a holiday with Princess Diana and open inverted commas, the boys close inverted commas. <laughs> did, you, did you know that he was... Oh, he was well connected. Wow, I didn't really? know he was that well connected. Oh, I know, I was, um, I was I mean, To be honest, I would have thought if he had a story like that, that would have come up over toast. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, I would have, I mean, it, I would have mentioned it earlier. Yeah. I, I'd tell everyone that. And it I didn't sound like I can't believe to him about that time that he got stuck in the lift and we don't talk about how he used to go on no. holiday with the royal family. Oh, no, I'm exactly. going to use that as an opening gambit next time. Yeah, yeah I talked to him about tennis and stuff, <laughs> which <laughs> I know nothing about. Yeah. I don't know, and I could have brought up our Queen of Hearts. <laughs> you got to have a ramp into that, Frank. You can't just suddenly do that. They pass the Marmite, by the way, tell us about Di. It doesn't work no, like that. No, no. But, you know, I'd find a way around that. But, um, it was yes, pretty... Yes, your c- legendary subtlety. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it was pretty gobsmacking, I must say. I mean, what a story to be able to come out with. <sighs> there was a gasp from the crowd. I just wish someone had joined me with it. <laughs> the best of Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've had a text and you're helping people in their life, Frank. Am I? Yeah. There's, we've had a text from 575 who says, Hey, Breakfast Club, which, um... I think is our new gang nickname. Yeah, that was that popular Brat Pack movie, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yes. We guys were just like that, aren't we? We are. I can't remember what it was like. No. What, Breakfast Club? Oh, I loved it. Um, hey, Breakfast Club, this is a little unrelated to any previous textings, but this week I went on a date for the first time in three years. Oh. And whilst waiting for the lovely lady to turn up, the nerves kicked in, dot, dot, dot. After moments of panicking, I honestly said to myself out loud, what would Frank Skinner do? I don't think we want to answer that question. Well, he, think, he, thinks, he seems to think it went well. And well, he, he, wo- he woke up on a central reservation <laughs> too, that's like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He just got the, he got the era wrong. No, needless <laughs> to say, we already have the next date booked, thanks. Oh, so you're, It's a civic duty you're doing for the... Wow, um, but what, what, would, what, what would, would Frank I do? Skinner do? Well, I think, we were hoping I think you, you went on the date and you were a laugh and you've, you've won another the day that's that's what i'm extrapolating from that, that I, think oh, I don't know I'm, I'm very busy this week <laughs> <laughs> i think by what would frank skinner do it would mean very funny and very authentic oh authentic. lovely authentic yes authentic bit, all right <laughs> sounds a bit unwashed to me authentic <laughs> well you talked about my authentic actually authentic underwear is uh, yeah. is, uh, is some of the um, off the market underwear i do wear it's very <laughs> tight like tight around the thigh <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's designed for some sort of 
tubular man. <laughs> there is such a thing. Isn't that a nice story, though, Frank? It's a lovely like story. That. I don't quite get it, but all the best stories are like that. Mm. Let us consider the Billy Goat's gruff. Don't <laughs> <laughs> um, get that. I don't get the fall. And other things that haven't been said anywhere in the world this uh, what's morning. The troll, what does the troll gain from uh, living under the bridge? Yeah, good point. Mm, there you are. Like oh, to, hell, to, hell with, to hell shade? with the troll. Shade? Shade? Yeah. I suppose so. Don't throw shade at me. Okay. I was at Hampton Court Palace last night. One of his days out. Oh, why didn't you tell me? Well, I, was in a, I wasn't actually in the palace. I was in a, a, a marquee. You know that's my equivalent of the Playboy Mansion. Yes. <laughs> in case you don't know, um, rather marvellously, I once asked Emily what was her um, would but shouldn't, and it was Henry VIII. <laughs> What's wrong with that? No, I've it's a great. painting of him in my bedroom. It's great. Um, but anyway, uh, he wasn't in. <laughs> I've never really forgiven him for the Reformation, I'll be honest of with you. But anyway, I, it, was, it was a Doctor Who panel is what oh. it was. So I was interviewing um, uh, PCAP. Nice. And um, and then uh, Stephen Moffat and Brian Minchin of the, um, of the you know, the, the creative team. team. Right. So I was on my way. Obviously, I was quite excited about it. And then we got stuck in the worst traffic you've ever seen in your life. And I thought, yeah. I'm, not, I'm actually not going to make it. Oh. And I, I, I felt myself tense up. I was clenched. Mm -hmm. I was. I'd, I'd actually drawn a lot of the upholstery into a <laughs> into a, a peak on the back seat. I was in a four seater car. Oh yeah. So oh, I, felt, also I felt very closed in. <laughs> you weren't in the eighteen minibus. So I was also starving, oh, and I yeah. thought one thing is I won't have to go and just go straight out there. I won't have time to eat. Mm. So I was starting to. The driver was already very very anxious, and then someone called me. And said, "Where are you?" And I said, "Look, we're in traffic, and we're going to be at least another half an hour." Oh. And then I said to him, um, "You're the bad guy. Everyone hates you." I said to the driver, oh, <laughs> "I thought we'd fire him on to find quicker routes." <laughs> but anyway, I said, "It's I'm more right. stick than carrot, though, isn't it?" That? It's more <laughs> stick than carrot. Yeah. But you know, you have to. That's autobiography. I, I had no real carrot to offer him. <laughs> of course, you're hungry. But coincidentally. <laughs> Um, I said, I'm really starving as well. I'm not going to have time to eat. I said, I don't... If I said, if I have to do this hungry, I said, I'm, I could faint up there. Passive-aggressive march. Yeah. Good. I think it's, it's, it's all about... It's all about... It's about motivation. Yeah. It's a sort of Mourinho-type yeah. thing. So, um, he said, um, I'm going to do the voice. Okay. Right. He, was, uh, he, was East, he was from Eastern Europe. Okay. He said, um, I, I have um sandwich my wife make for me. No. Oh, and I said, um, okay. You didn't. Yeah. And he said, I have some uh, little cheese biscuits. As well. I said, yeah, I'll have, I'll have, I'll have you those. Didn't. I did. Oh my god. I took his lunch. Well, I presume it was his dinner. How much? How much did you give him? <laughs> no, I didn't give him any. Oh my Well, god. I thought he owed me. <laughs> what were you being late? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, we it. were asking this morning what would Frank Skinner do. I think you've <laughs> successfully answered that question. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was a very... I'll, I'll, I'll tell you more in a minute, but um, <laughs> it just seemed the obvious thing to do. You don't agree. And it came around, it was it was so packaged with love, do you know what I mean? It was lovely. The the um, the cheese biscuits and got an elastic band round, oh, so it, once nice. it had enough, it could, it could go back oh, the in. Poignancy, the poignancy, I can't bear it. It was, it was lovely and um, tasty. <laughs> 
This is the best of Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Had a tweet in from Mike, who says, uh, hashtag, what would Frank Skinner do? Take a hard-working man's lunch and tell the nation how nice it was. <laughs> well... A good point, There's really. a few points here, aren't there? <laughs> <laughs> okay. First of all, we don't know he's a hard-working. He was... It took him two hours to get from my house to Hampton Court Palace. He was... I mean, I'm not blaming him for that. The traffic was bad. And also, um, it, I, I'm pretty sure it was his dinner, not oh, his right. lunch. <laughs> Um, I tell you what, because he was... I'm uh, glad you've addressed the key issues. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but it, it made absolute sense, because I had to go straight on stage. He could wander about and find food. Yeah, he's probably... That's a super attitude. ten minutes into your gig, isn't he? You know, he's, he's probably queued for vegetables in his youth. <laughs> anyway, um... So he, he, Unlike he, your affluent style, so <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Yes, we didn't bother with vegetables. We have an outside toilet. <laughs> but anyway, um, so it was the sandwich as well. It felt a bit exotic. Mm. You know, there's a sort of white bread that you can get um, oh. in overseas, which no, it feels a bit sort of a oh, bit sturdier, bimbo. a bit sturdier than um, bimbo. Is that what it's called? What? Mm. Bimbo bread. I love it. No, this looks like it's been made with uh, one eye for troops coming over the horizon. Right. That kind of... It felt sturdy. And it was... It had stuff on it that you wouldn't normally get on an English sandwich. It had, like, a soft cheese, which was very nice, and, and a salami, a, a, a really, you know, hard... Are you doing cut. a dissertation on this sandwich? <laughs> I've never heard so much detail. Well, the thing is, I've, I haven't had an holiday this year, and this... <laughs> This is basically this, this is the closest I've got to going overseas this year. Was this sandwich? So, add a thin layer of. Che- are we talking processed cheese or soft Well, cheese. I don't know. We're, we're talking. We're talking. Um, oh. We're talking Eastern European cheese. Um, <laughs> yeah, we cleared that up there. Yeah, but it was love. It was a nice sandwich. I have to say. Right. Any vegetable in there? Was there a bit of tomato or a cucumber? Sandwich. No, no. no. <laughs> in no, a sandwich. No. Oh, I must have this onion and aubergine sandwich. Um, <laughs> he said he couldn't be bothered to queue. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, I, I had the sandwich and I said to him, because I thought, I, I need to, you know, let, well, let's take some of the tension out of the situation. I said, uh, uh, this wouldn't be a bad short story, would it? It's a, 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 oh, a, a celebrity gets into a car... And then they're on somewhere and they get stuck and the celebrity says, I've got to eat before I go on. And the bloke gives me a sandwich. It turns out the bloke's wife was trying to poison the, 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 the husband. <laughs> Actually, that is a good short story. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I, I wasn't said, with you until the poisoning bit. And I I'm said... Sure I can't believe you referred to yourself as a celebrity. <laughs> well, I, I feel to, absolutely I, ill. I had, to speak, I had to use basic language. <laughs> so I, I said, um, oh, wouldn't that be a good... And then I get poisoned. <laughs> And yeah. you realise that, you know, you're... I said, and the great thing about it is you are rewarded for your kindness giving me the sandwich by escaping death. <laughs> and he said, uh, yeah, it's good. Yeah, it is a good story. Yeah. And, I, and I said... Um, Did he, he say... Said, and he more, said... More parable, if you will. Yeah. No, he didn't say parable. Um, and he said... I like um, him saying, if you will. And he said, um, but, um, but what about wife? And uh, I said, well, you know, you would, I suppose you'd phone the police and say, my wife's tried. He said, and then he said to me, um, no, no, I think I go home and uh, chop off her head and kick it around like football. (laughs) 
he's a great writer. Yeah, and I thought, well, I was thinking, I was thinking more Agatha Christie. You've gone, you've gone Stephen King. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say this the wrong way. Yeah, but... to me it's spoiled the whole. It's, no, it's even like retrospectively it slightly impaired the sandwich. I think he's a better short story writer than you from this. Sorry. <laughs> well, I, I, I thought it. No, it's too much for me. <laughs> I've just eaten. This is the best of Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. The Pope is on tour. He is. Have you seen that? It's, uh, it's exciting times for the Pope. He's gone to the States. Oh, to, I hate uh, it when people call it the States. What? I don't like that. The United States? <laughs> yeah. The USA? It's one of my... I, I really judge people who say the States. Well, you've judged me oh, before. I don't like I think the States I'll either. <laughs> I'll cope with it. I've been judged in the past. No! I'm a big boy. <laughs> OK. Yeah, well, I, d I judge that as well. So anyway, the Pope has gone to the States. <laughs> I'm going to keep saying it now for <laughs> okay. the rest of the mm. show. You know that, don't you? <laughs> right. Um, and, uh, and, I mean, he did a speech. He... he he did quite a long speech, which I saw a bit of, and that was good. But the main breaking news on uh, Pope Watch is that he then got into a Fiat 500L and was driven away. That's his... Uh, that's that the way you know every aspect of that car. Oh, I'm obsessed with it. It's Thank God it wasn't a Volkswagen. In it. Oh. Wouldn't have worked. It was very uh, madcap comedy, wasn't it, him getting into that <laughs> little Fiat? Well, he's a bit, um, he's a bit Jeremy Corbyn in the, in that sort of very wear your humility Frank? on your sleeve. Yes. Sort of As the Americans would say, 100. Yes. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so he does, yeah, he likes a bit of that. It's, uh, I, it's just good to see him with, uh, th what I, it said that they, um, they had separate, him and Obama met him at the airport and they had mm -hmm. separate yeah. motorcades. That's right, yeah. yeah. First of all, one of my favourite words in all the world is <laughs> motorcade. They use that word a lot in the States. It sounds like something you might get in a bottle in a shop yes. in Birmingham in the 70s. Gatorade. I'll have, um, can I have a wagon wheel and one of them little bottles of motorcade? <laughs> Can I tell you, Frank, what was also very 70s was that he hasn't been to America before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's it's his first visit. Yeah, How old is are you? 74? Not only yeah. that, Never he's, been. he's from Argentina as well, which is not that far away, is it? That's true, yeah. But, well, I'm going to do it for the first... He's left a bit late. He can't take advantage of the nightlife at his age. Well, but actually, like I said, I saw a little bit of his speech on, um, I think, BBC News, and uh, he devoted a long chunk of it to how big the food portions were there. So it's his first visit for sure. Sure. <laughs> like, <laughs> dinners are massive here. Yeah, and they're so friendly in the shops. <laughs> <laughs> I, w you know what? I will have a nice day. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's got he's, uh, a five-day tour. But how did they organise the motorcade then? If they had one each, are they sort of side by side? And the Pope's looking across, and there's Barack Obama in his big car. Right. Oh, like the race in Greece at the end. I well, imagine that there's the thing where the drivers look at each other and do three, two, one, and then they both set off simultaneously, isn't that? I mean, and they're, like, debating who's got the most outriders and stuff like that. Yeah, I've never really... Do you think they've got a more sophisticated way of communicating than three, two, one? Well, I hope so. Do you think there's some kind of earpiece <laughs> situation With the curly, you know, they love the curly earpiece, those... That's um, right. Those, they're, they're quite all... macho, those guys, aren't they? Oh, the, God, um, oh, don't get me started. They cannot be delighted with the Pope's choice of vehicle, can they? The security detail <laughs> that are like, yeah, yeah, I'd like the big limo guy. Uh, oh. I, I've got the Fiat 500L. And also... Well, I Al, think you can sorry. get it into a flight case if, it, if, if, <laughs> if, if gunfire starts. Also, bear in mind... Cool. There's a lot of 
there's a lot of wardrobe, isn't there? It's like a bride in the back of a car with all that... With all the Pope. That, well, all that fabric. Yeah. Yes. He looked quite squashed in there, is what I'm saying. Oh, well, this is the big Fiat 500. You know I'm the motoring correspondent on this show. There is the Fiat 500 and there's the Fiat 500L, which is sort of oh. a roomier version, which I'm led to believe that the Pope got in case he had to give any bishops a lift and they need to keep their hat on. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm not an expert on... I hope, the, I hope that the sort of the Cardinal Outriders, that would have looked oh, fantastic. Yeah. I like that the Pope's in a Fiat 500, I came in in an eight-seater. <laughs> 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 When I, I, um, I played football on the beach at, um, at Cannes in the... Man of the People? En France. And we played... Um, well, I was supposed to be playing against the 1994 Brazil World Cup winning team. But they wow. were a man down. So um, they said to me, do you want to play on our side? Wow. So I, 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 I dressed in the Brazil kit. I had my photo, team photos. Kids came over and had their photo took with me, <laughs> thinking I was in the Brazil <laughs> 1994 team. And at the end of it, um, obviously I was rubbish, and they were still, you know, really good. And we won. And at the end of it, I... Um, they, we all went up, and they got into all got into one people carrier, and I got into a Rolls Royce <laughs> <laughs> in my kit, in my kit, and my trainers. Oh, oh what would Frank Skinner do? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but could I get a sandwich from the driver? No. The best of Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Uh, yeah, the Pope. I tell you what, though, uh, because he wears white. Mm-hmm. All the time, obviously. Oh, he loves the winter white. Yeah, so he's all in white, and he's going to the White House. Mm-hmm. If he goes outside for a smoke, <laughs> he could be lost for hours. I'll never, <laughs> I'll never find him. He's just leaning against a wall, watching <laughs> the security guards going past, <laughs> thinking, ah, they're, they're full. Yeah. <laughs> Does he Ooh, smoke? He's strong. With his menthols. I imagine, you know about. I imagine he might smoke. He might. Oh, I can see him yeah. with a menthol. Yeah. Mm. Do you think of menthol? Yeah, I see him with that. Yeah, what's what's the famous menthol ones? That they're cool. Something like Colgate, what they're called. Cools. Con- consulate. Oh, consulate. consulate. Yeah. Smoking oh. a consulate at the, at the White House. You, you're keeping the um, diplomatic theme going. It all links together, doesn't it? The writers have really knocked it out of the park on this one today. This week. Fair. He's got a five-day tour. Yeah. He's like Guns N' Roses. He's I got like Philly, NYC. Five, I'm not even calling that a tour. Five no. days. <laughs> I wonder if he's packed a lot of luggage or if he's just going to do it in the one outfit. They're not going to fit it in the boot White. out of that uh, Fiat. Fiat 500L. Oh. Be good to know how much stuff he travels with. That. It would, wouldn't it? Like, I'm, how I'm many cha- does he change? Does he change it every day, That that the robes? Good well, question. he has problems with his, I believe it's called a Fanon. What? There's like a cape thing they wear. Oh, yeah. The double cape. Yeah. I believe it is actually called the Fanon. I may, please correct me if I'm wrong, readers. I, I, I don't know the answer to that, I'm ashamed no. to say. They blow up in the wind, you yes, see. Yes, when it's very, oh, it was right. very windy at the airport. I thought, thank goodness uh, Donald Trump isn't the <laughs> president. Because <laughs> <laughs> his hair would have completely unraveled. It'd be like watching a house of cards come down. Do you know, yeah. my heart did go out to the Pontiff because uh, he had the school band playing to him. And oh, yeah. I'm a bit phobic about the school band. Did he have the school band? Yeah, they d- well, they had children playing 
for him. And I just think, come on, spend a bit of money. But <laughs> I'm afraid... I don't want to hear children on recorders playing Kumbaya. What about Mike Nolan's Buck Fizz? There are loads of <laughs> options. But well, the true, thing yeah. is, if you're a dignitary, one of the things is you have to listen to children doing stuff. Mm. Look at the queens, the stuff she has to sit through. Yeah. <laughs> true. Uh, flowers, oh yeah, thanks. <laughs> uh, uh, she has the, fl- the flowers in her hand. She's got, like, you know, the five seconds. Is it the five second test if you drop a sandwich? Yeah, yeah. She does that with the flowers. Little girl comes out, oh, thank you, lady in waiting. It's there, it barely touches the royal glove. Of course, the Queen drives a dark green Jaguar X type. <laughs> we've, uh, we've covered that before. Oh, yes. Yeah. She's Interesting weird. news. Dalai Lama, Bentley Continental GT. You, he does he drive? Completely shrink wrapped <laughs> in uh, in like a monogram of DL. It says DL all over it. <laughs> and Shut he's got, up. He's got a private number plate that says Dalai, but the A's are fours. Oh yeah, so it's Dal. I started. Excuse me, he has got a private number plate. The Pope. <laughs> uh, the Did Pope you see does. that? The Dalai doesn't. I don't know. Does the Pope it? has SCV one. Which is Latin. Oh yes, for Latin Vatican is. I love. State. I love having a Latin personalised number <laughs> flight. I yeah. mean, that is special. Um, but the does the, does the Dalai Lama drive? I don't think so. No. Yeah, with the robes all up, my car, my crib, my show. <laughs> yeah. He's. I can see him. He's quite fiddy scent behind the wheel. Yeah, he made a little sexist joke this week, so I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if it was he's the got Dalai like, Lama. Yeah, yeah. If he makes, uh, if he's got like some Hot Wheels, I wouldn't be surprised by that. I think well, he's more blokey than we give him credit. Does for. the Dalai Lama drive? I mean, in this, in this Best manifestation, <laughs> I don't want to know if he drove previously. <laughs> what about if he went and took his test and just took it like that and said, "Oh, you know, I could drive." That'd be good. I could drive three me's ago. I just remember it. <laughs> That'd be brilliant. The best of Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I've got a little bit of banana muffin in my mouth. I don't think anybody can tell. Just Mm. uh, crack on as you are. Um, Sorry about that. (laughs) It's funny how things creep up on you. You know, if you're eating something, you forget you're eating it. It's just in there. You know what I'm talking about? No, I've never forgotten I've eaten anything. (laughs) That's all I think about. Don't you keep a chart, a wall chart? Of course I do. I've got an app for it. Oh, nice. An alarm goes off. There'll be there'll be apps. Mm. Let's face it. Well, there will be apps. We're eating banana muffin because it's Charlie's birthday coming up. Yeah, Charlie, who is forty-seven. Uh, what, what is your job? Assistant producer. Assistant producer <laughs> on the show. Mm-hmm. I like Chris Evans. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> no, and I know she's a valuable How much member do you get of the paid? team. No, tell us on air. Valuable <laughs> member of the team. I know she's available, but I don't know exactly the job title. That's fair enough. Okay. Mm-hmm. We couldn't. The show wouldn't operate without her. I know that. Oh yeah. Thank you, Charlie. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, so yeah, so it's, it's her <laughs> something birthday. I used to say a lot back in the day. <laughs> we can now sing Happy <laughs> Birthday to her if we if we wish. I don't think well, we can. Well, we can't on radio, can we? No. If we but were we in could, America, yeah. It's it's long been a thing that if you sing Happy Birthday on anything, you have to pay um, royalties for it. Yeah. Uh, but in America, they've just sorted it out, so it might come here. In America now, you can go on American telly and sing Happy Birthday till the cows come home. Uh, well, I don't know that remix version. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's much better, actually. Is that on an advert or I something? I said to them It'll... years ago, it needs a, it needs a bovine element. Uh-huh. <laughs> Bit of a strange mash-up, but, you know. Yeah, exactly. Who wrote Happy Birthday, Frank? Can you remember? No giggling? Is it, it, it's two women, is it? Two ladies, it? it's something I know. Oh, Mildred God. and Patty Hill. Fantastic. I know that piece of information. 
That's good knowledge. Mm. I, think that is good knowledge. I made a little patty hill on my uh, plate <laughs> the other day. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that a coincidence? Yeah. What's the chances of that? There's, um, there's a bit of searing insight on the story from um, a professional lawyer who uh, said on the Radio 4 Today programme, um, if they've collected two million a year over that period, that's a large sum of money. That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's fair enough. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, what I have got, though, is I recorded my own um, song, which is... Um, what is it? It's, it's, it's a replacement for Happy Birthday that we can use until Happy Birthday is cleared in this country. Oh, oh, is this thanks. like Happy Birthday to you? So this is, is, like uh, this is one I've actually written. Are you ready for this? Yeah, yeah. why not? I think... I'm, I, what I, now, what I'm using is the word anniversary, so there's absolutely no... Because it is, it is an anniversary of your birth. Yeah. OK. No, it's not funny, it's just different. Here it goes. It's on my phone. Can you hear it? No. no I haven't pressed press it yet. <laughs> I'm just checking to see if you were going to... Good check. You know, because sometimes chest. when you're around power, you say, oh, yes, I can hear it, it's brilliant, and I haven't even pressed it yet. Oh, that right. was a test, and you both passed. Congratulations. I'll just play it. Happy anniversary, happy anniversary. It's 21 years since you came to be. Happy anniversary. What do you think about it? <laughs> What do you think? I love, love, love it. You can change I, the number. From 21 to Yeah, it doesn't have to, to be 21. Numbers. The number's interchangeable. Six, no. eight, 53 years since you came to that be. That is really useful. I don't like. know how I anniversary. feel about the sort of bloodhound and pickup truck <laughs> <laughs> element to it, if you know what I mean. Yeah. It's a little redneck. Yeah, I don't know why it came out. I didn't have that intention <laughs> at all. I was just wearing dungarees when I recorded it. That is weird. Yeah, and um, I was sitting on a pig. Yeah. Maybe that had something to do with it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, had, I thought, oh, I'll just record it because it's nice to have an alternative. And, and just as me... soon as I leaned into the mic, I went, Happy Anniversary! Yeah. Yeah. Can I just hazard a guess? Was it a one-take wonder, or did, did it go through several rewrites? Um, no, it was um, it was quite early on in the I, in I had form. a feeling. I, I had a feeling. I quite that like it, out. <laughs> I just, as I say, there's a sort of... Um, extra in Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah, but that's all right. Wait, that's, that's all right. It's okay, but it's just a bit strange. I like the I idea mean, there's something much less <laughs> fun going on in an adjoining room. <laughs> um, but I always like that idea. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I just, I just, it shows. I think it's arguably a better song than Happy Birthday. Uh, Happy Birthday, if you think about it, is the line Happy Birthday to you, and then it's the line Happy Birthday to you again. And it's a minor variation, then it's the line Happy Birthday to you. I 100% agree, because there's two, one line too many. Uh, and also, but, but, and you haven't said that since the 80s. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> but there's, um, there's a lot of rhymes with you. A you yes. is an easy one, and they just couldn't be bothered, um, uh, Daphne and um, Dolores Hill. Pew. Yeah. Hill, wasn't it? Mildred and Patty Hill. Mildred and Patty Hill. They couldn't They couldn't be bothered. I hate them. <laughs> this is the best of Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I was going to read you an email that we've received, actually. Do you uh, want to go to the corner feels... or shall we not? Yeah, bother? if you like to, yeah. yeah no, You're the, the boss, pal. Um, why don't we... Well, <laughs> let, let's, go, let's go to this Press it if you want. <laughs> email corner. 
loud. That was really loud. Great acoustics in that corner. Yeah, yeah. Dear Frank, Emily, and Alan. Sorry, Zoe. That's all right. Arrived a few. In brackets, I'd have changed it to your name just for diplomacy. But sorry, you can't. You can't. You can't think on the hoof. That's my trouble. To mix metaphors a bit. Having experienced firsthand the university culture whereby the cringing misuse of the term legend was rife. Yes. What are you getting at? I think we know about that, don't we? <laughs> it's been refreshing to hear your recent and previous ridicule of the phenomenon and how it belittles the true historical giants of the world. Did we ridicule it? I think you, um, both on this show and perhaps in your stand-up, uh, mentioned somebody shouting legend out of a van and you were next to uh, a statue of King Arthur. No, it wasn't a statue of King Arthur, it was King Arthur. Oh, <laughs> oh was it? <laughs> yeah, that's why they shouted legend. <laughs> I wonder why you didn't laugh. I could see you were in a pool of light. As <laughs> 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 uh, a... Uh, it's been refreshing That's to hear your recent <laughs> and previous. I've lost my track. No. Given that heaven is. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Uh, given that heaven is presumably a place with intergenerational co-mingling, it got me picturing multiple scenes where actual legends perform mundane acts now considered legendary. More specifically, I'm picturing King Arthur downing a pint of cider, Hercules pinching a traffic cone, whilst Beowulf. Would you say Beowulf? I'd say what was I say? Beowulf. Be- Be- Beowulf. Yeah mischievously moons an angel, each receiving the collective adulation of a group of nearby youths unironically chanting, Legend! Legend! Herks you ledge! etc. Can you think of any other examples of actual legends partaking in such pseudo-legendary acts? Long-term listener, first-time writer, Max Bromie Architect in New York. Bromie Architect in New York. Has Sting once sang? Yes. Um, sort of. <laughs> What about that oat kicks, oat kicks? Remember that's that's um, Sting song. He went a bit folky. Oat kicks. Oat kicks. <laughs> no. As in oat cakes. Yeah. Yeah. What was he doing with them? He was just singing about them. Probably some horrible noise. I think there was snow. There was snow in the video. It was one of those. Oh dear. Oat kicks. Oat. <laughs> You're right, uh, Sting. I'm vain. <laughs> um, I'm just having some oat kicks, man. Oh yeah. So, um, well, I haven't had a shower for five years. <laughs> you haven't had a shower? No, he doesn't shower, does he? Doesn't he, he doesn't shower? No, he's got this, he just robs him. I think he, um, he gets in, stands in the sink and Trudy Steiner robs him down with half a fire brick. Oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> no, he doesn't, he doesn't, um, he doesn't shower. It's, it's part of the old tantric, uh, lifestyle. How can showering be offensive? I don't think it's offensive. The idea is we just don't need it. Oh, I think we do. I came here on the tube this morning. I can tell you categorically we do need it. Not (laughs) me. People around me. Well, you're sitting next to Stink. I was the Stink. Yeah. (laughs) That's what they call him there, Stink. It's a tribute act. That's why in the video he has all those candles around him to burn up the carbon monoxide. (laughs) The really rubbish wedding singer tribute act. Stink. What cute! I don't know that one. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll come back to this in a second. But we have obligations as a commercial radio station. Mm. This is the best of Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. 
We've had a, we've had a text slightly chastising you, Frank. Uh, it's from 002. I cannot believe you used your own email corner jingle, Frank. How can you just forget Emily like that? <laughs> no, I well, think it, you might have played I, the old one. Yeah, I did. I, it was me, actually, on vocals. That's quite right. Mm-hmm. But I never I never made... Someone made it. They, they yeah, grasped yeah, the yeah. moment. But, yeah, I, I stand reprimanded. We also, by the way, we, we haven't really responded to that email. Oh, yeah. About, um... Legends. Legends, legends yeah. doing stuff that's legendary. I like the idea of, let's say, Bigfoot uh-huh. covered, ed- covered in cling film, manacled to a war memorial on his stag night. <laughs> <laughs> Legend. <laughs> yeah. Uh, didn't Why cling film? Isn't that what they do to people on their own? Well, I don't know. Oh, but yeah. I think he would. You live quite... in Brighton. You must have seen some stag. I've night. never seen a yeti <laughs> cling <laughs> food. <He's, he's laughs> Bigfoot's not a yeti, is he? Isn't he? He is. He's um. Yes, that's he what is. has. No, yeah. I think. No, that's the abominable snowman. Aren't they all the same thing? No, Bigfoot is. I don't well, think he's a yeti. Intertwined. He's oh, a big, no. tall, um, slightly. He, he's like the missing link. I think. What's the other word for him? Some squatch. I don't know. Sandsquatch. Yeah, Sandsquatch. Because because he squashes the sand with his big feet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sandsquasher. It's not yeah. sandsquatch. What's what's the other word for for yeti? Sandsquatch. No, a yeti squ- is the abominable snowman. Uh, yeah. Sandsquatch is probably uh, Bigfoot. Oh, no, I genuinely thought they were the same thing. No. That's well, right. I'm glad you've told you me this, because I have a... complete fool of yourself. <laughs> if I ever meet any of them at a cocktail party, <laughs> I'd have really put my massive foot in that, so... Have you never seen w- the Web of Fear? N- no. The do- Doctor Who six-parter? No, <laughs> <laughs> the Yetis are in that, of course they turn out to be... The, Big they've feet. sort of got oh. metal bits. Oh. There's a lot of homework involved in doing this show. You have to watch no. a lot of Doctor Who, you know... Doctor Who! Doctor Who! Doctor Who! Doctor Who! Very before. English adventure. That'd be a good, a good parody, wouldn't it? I knew if it what was, I was going to say. If it was a bloke called Doctor Hugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there must Doctor, be a Doctor Hugh and somewhere. There'd be some, uh, some evil robot in it called the Derricks. <laughs> 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 All just slightly wrong. <laughs> Oh, I feel a the bit... cider men. They all go. It's great here, isn't it? I like this planet. <laughs> hey. Well, I'll tell you what I saw last night. I was walking home and I saw uh, the tooth fairy completely destroying a bus stop with a lump of uh, concrete. And legend. I went, Legend! legend. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, but what? This thing about the legend thing, which um, it says we um, criticised it. I think there's something brilliant about it. Yeah? Because I think that the people who do it, even though they're doing it in that legend way, they're actually tuning in to the very root of mythology. Yeah. That someone does an an incident, Mm. and then it's built up and built up and built up in a sort of an oral tradition till it becomes Mm. something amazing and almost supernatural. And that's how the original legend started. And now when, when, you know, when when Bill goes with two barmaids in a night... (laughs) That story gets built up, it becomes ten, Bill becomes more drunk, more... The yeah. judge <laughs> telling the story to his grandchildren. Yeah, years so down the actually line. they are building legends, like as legends were always built. Good night. <laughs> BBC Four, you aren't you as well? Yeah, well, I've got a bit of that in me, yeah, haven't you? It's in me. I try to. What's the female equivalent then? Do I don't think I don't think girls shout legend at each other. I mean, you might, you're right. Actually, no, if there's any, if there's any, um, any female legends, <laughs> or of who've called out, I'd, I'd like to know yeah, that. I don't know. Yeah. 
that again i think in brighton you would have heard that because there's a mm. lot of hen parties there's going around there's a lot of hen parties going around brighton there is a lot but of it's not the same as it wearing a pvc nurse outfit when you're the 51 year old auntie people don't go legend no no they, they, they get worried <laughs> don't they well, <laughs> i personally go she's all right <laughs> <laughs> but that's an age thing i think <laughs> Best of Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. A cake has come into the studio. Oh, goodness. Oh, it's, all, it's all going to be it's test been, match special. It's been, it's been carried by a person. It's not a cake has just walked in. No. It's a Charlie. Charlie has brought in a cake. Charlie, or for our French listeners, Charles, <laughs> has, uh, has brought in a, a cake. I don't know what's French for cake. Any offers? Uh, gâteau. 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 In the ghetto. <laughs> gâteau. Um, yes, so a cake. Zoe, it's your birthday. It is my birthday. Today? today. Yes. It's your birthday. It's my birthday. I wonder why it's I signed that card. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just put best wishes Frank Skinner. All the yeah. best in your new job. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> yes, because you're not coming back here, yeah. madam. Oh. There better be a fiver in there. Get yourself something nice, treacle. Oh, I used to, that used to be brilliant when a card Whip used to round. come with a fiver in it. Oh, yeah, excellent. Or even a pound note. Yeah. Yes. Pound note from your nan. <laughs> See, I got pound notes for a lot longer than most people because most of my family are Scottish, so the, the pound note carried on there. Oh, I thought, sorry, I thought you were making some terrible racist <laughs> remark about... About how frugal they are. Yeah. No, not at all. That wouldn't yeah. be my style. Um, are they still going pound notes? Scottish no, people definitely gone. still going. <laughs> no, some could say pound they're on. Notes. They're on pound notes still in they're Scotland. They're on the crest of a wave at the moment. <laughs> yeah, arguably. Pound notes? No, really? Not even in Scotland. I thought they no, they're still gone. Them. They're gone. Totally yeah. gone. But not forgotten, as I think this chat is proving. <laughs> no, <laughs> paper shops, pound notes. It's going anyway. to last of the summer wine. This it's thing. A got cake. <laughs> I'm drinking hot chocolate. <laughs> I you? mean, what's going on? I've got a hot chocolate with cream on. Oh, yes. I hate these comedians always have to top, top yeah. what you've got. Yeah. <laughs> top what you've got and just add it to Especially it, when Frank. they top it with cream. Hey, I'm um, a lactose legend. That's what's yeah, happening here. Yeah, lactose legend. legend. We, uh, she doesn't mean she's really busty. She means no. she's having cream. <laughs> <laughs> that would be I great. I would love it if that was my nickname. Oh, here yeah. she comes, Lions, lactose legend. <laughs> Do you think that's what oh, the hen yeah. knights are shouting at each other after yeah. all? <laughs> oh, man. That's what you shout at Lucy Pinder. Lactose legend. <laughs> <laughs> the best of Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I went to the circus. Did you? Oh, it was very d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-
not the circus people. Can I say it is not the official policy of Absolute Radio that we want to see people get <laughs> if hurt? If they've got flesh-coloured tights, they deserve what's coming to them. Well, the trouble is with, um, I've said that many a time. <laughs> <laughs> the trouble is with wires and nets. It, you get to a point where it's safer to drive than it is to be a circus act, which is ridiculous. Mm. Do you so, like the circus, Gareth? I do like the circus. Uh, what sort of circus was it? I think the last sort of circus I went to was maybe... It's a flea circus. <laughs> Did I not mention that? <laughs> no, it wasn't. I went to a Chinese one where okay. there were very flexible people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, not, not a thing you often had said about the Chinese with their, um, with their civil rights record. But that's, uh, that's lovely. Physically flexible. They didn't, they didn't budge an inch on their ethos. Well, speaking of... Um, is that, is that the Chinese car? <laughs> the Ford ethos. Um, I, um, there was a woman in a jar, speaking of flexibility. Shut up! Yeah, she was brought on in a jar. You are having a laugh! Well... What size jar? Well, you know, biggish, but jar size. Guess what? That's not the relevant question! <laughs> I'd say... If, uh, one... Are we talking Branston Pickle? No, no. No, we're talking Terranium. Oh. Yeah. Uh, do you know what I mean? No, I don't know what terrain is. Terrain those inside oh. gardens that With people used to buy inside. in the 80s. Yeah. Those, those big jars. Okay. Say, about yay high. I'm talking, <laughs> what, two feet high maybe mm. and, and maybe 15 inches across. And was the jar, did it have the lid on? Was the show the jar, that someone looked, had to take the lid off? When she first came on, the top, like, I, it, it was like a ship in a bottle. I thought, how did they get a woman in oh, there? Oh, sorry? A ship in a bottle. Oh, OK. OK. And then, um, and then, uh, there's a, like a little door on the side, but getting out was, you know, mm. it was, was... The, was the door ajar? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know whether to be more horrified <laughs> by the fact that you made that joke or that you find it so funny. I think it's clever. It's reworking an age-old yes. joke into something new, and that's what I like, is I've been a womble. This is the best of Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So you're at the circus... Yeah, and the woman in the jar came in, and she she was a a, a Mongolian contortionist. <laughs> Can I just? Uh, I'm sorry to interrupt, but didn't you once do a very famous respond to a heckle about something to do with where, something in the jar? Yes, yeah, someone. Um, this is the story David Badil tells that someone at the comedy store shouted the a strange heckle. I remember you from medical school, <laughs> and I said, "Oh yes, I remember you. You were the one in the jar." <laughs> I think that's. <laughs> Um, How did you think? <laughs> I don't know. It's desperation, fear. Oh, well, it was good. Anyway, so anyway, it is. I hadn't seen a contortionist in the flesh for a few years. They are absolutely like you know. So the lev, the feet on the the thing, and the mm-hmm. head, the head, the chin at feet level in between. I mean, unbelievable. Mm. I'm a man now. I have to say, has a bit of a struggle with cutting my own toenails. <laughs> you know, getting that foot up. Mm. So, this is a woman To bite them, or do you use a tool? She she could have bitten. She could have bitten. Is that that what happens? The nervous contortionist, (laughs) they bite their own toenails. (laughs) But it was. She she really looked um, amazing. So, yeah. It's an interesting question, though, that. I wonder if they do bite their own toenails. It wasn't the only question that went through my head when I was watching. (laughs) For example... um, I was thinking, I've, I don't think I've ever seen a male contortionist. Wow, mm. it gets a bit messy. Well, it's revealing, isn't it? They'll sit, they'll, they, can do it. <laughs> they can do it, they just never leave the house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, dear. But, yes, it was... Um, I'm at the stage now I have to put my socks on with two selfie sticks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is, though. It is getting a bigger struggle. That When you get it up on the chair... Oh, yeah. Oh, I think... I want to do all five now before... Do you? Someone collapsed. What's happened? I don't know. Something was dropped. Frank, were there any, um... Elephants in tutus. There were no elephants in um, a clothes accessory tutu. tutu. There was. Um, it was a shortage of animals. There was a performing uh, dog character who, um, you know, rolled over and played dead and did um, um, flips, backflips. Wow! Can I be honest? I don't go to the circus. How much are those tickets? They were about twenty-six quid. Twenty-six quid to see a dog. Yeah, but there was a lot more going on. Than, there was horses. That was oh, that. a woman in a jar. Come round mine <laughs> if you want to see that love and a dog. Well, really? <laughs> we'll talk. This is the best of Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, I have an email for you. How about that? Shall I read it? Oh, emails, emails. This is off the. Uh, that is if if um if Sting did the jingle. Yeah. Maybe we could call it the Stingle. <laughs> or, a, or a sting. Yeah, or yeah, we could call it a sting, a sting, even. What is the likelihood of sting doing the jingle? If he's listening to this, and, you know, I, he's, I think he's a man who can laugh at himself. I don't. Mm. No, I, actually, I think he's I don't. a man who's never laughed at himself. No, you're probably right. In 300 years' time, when jingles are a thing of the past in the, after the apocalypse, I can imagine sting doing a jingle album then. Yes. When it was like, you know, harking back to days of yore. Yeah, yes. would, would you go, like, you'd be going, Meridian Radio. <laughs> That's the first yeah. track. Yeah. Everything will be sitar-based. Do you remember oh, that? Compare. <laughs> Do you remember that, um, there was a, uh, Life FM. It was, was, was the name of a radio oh, station. Yeah. So it's still going. And I'm sure they only chose that name because th th it gave them a ready-made, they used to play that, Life, oh, oh Life. <laughs> Who life? Was that Desiree? <laughs> I don't know. I believe it was yeah, Desiree. So. Is that all she said in the song? Life? No, I think there was... I think there was um, all terrible stuff. lyrics. Terrible lyrics. Make an yeah. effort. Oh, I can do that. The sequel's a bit depressing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I prefer that one. Well, I don't know. I yeah, but they put a little... It's a final. They put a little apostrophe in the middle of the word, which I thought was Oh, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I, that was nice. Yeah. So, anyway, who's this from, this... Uh... This is from Andrew Hill. Um, says, hi team, with the conclusion of Bake Off and the looming pottery type Bake Off show, can I put forward to you my idea? No. <laughs> no, I want to hear Sorry it. Sorry about that, Andrew. <laughs> I want to hear it. Oh, okay. Working title, Jobs are Gooden, where DIY buffs have a project to build each week. Example, some decking, a child's fitted wardrobe. <laughs> I don't think you should fit wardrobes to children. I think that seems cruel. I don't know. It stops them running away. <laughs> build a sh build a shed, etc. The person with the most project, with the worst project, gets a limited. <laughs> Eliminated. Gets a limited. Yes. Are you drunk? The, the <laughs> Honestly. Not the first person to ask me that. Okay. The person with the most with the worst project gets eliminated. The cliche stock in trade judges comment: "You've nailed it." Um which would have two subtly different meanings. One, good job, well done. Or yeah. two, when a dovetail joint was required and the contestant has banged two pieces of wood together, an exclamation of horror, you nailed it. Oh, I see. Mm. No, you've got to do it in the right way, Gareth. It's an exclamation of horror. You've nailed it? Oh, yeah. 
Okay. Oh yes, yes, that's good. That's good. Uh, the, the child actress rose up there <laughs> from like behemoth the sea monster. A sentient human being. Rose no, up it, there. Was, it was. It was. It was good. <laughs> I have to say, I've been. Love um, you, really. I I don't do much DIY, but for in the period I've, pro- I've probably been doing it for forty years. Mm. I always favour a hammer over a screwdriver. Mm. Well, and I tell you something, it makes no difference. Does it not? No, di- it 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 it's you know it's an advantage because um, I, I I mean I think that the fact you can use a hammer and I, I'm exposing it now. Mm. If I go missing this week, it'll be somebody from the screwdriver manufacturing <laughs> um, industry. But I it doesn't you know that sometimes you get a, a screw. And it's got the central groove in it. You know the central groove, the old-fashioned um, style oh, yeah. of screw here. Like then, Phillips? Th- no, but oh, then no, you get the, a Phillips. No, not a yeah, Phillips. Yeah. Cross. A Phillips is... That's a mysterious world. Mm. If you think about it, there aren't that many things in the toolbox that have got someone's name attached to it. Mm. Oh, yeah. Who was Phillips? <laughs> and why did it... What, what's wrong with the old central groove? You know, it's a great club. I used yeah. to go there a lot in the 80s. No, so he invented that strange... In, look, it's, it's just a slightly structured... It's like a Lego yeah. hole. Yes. Like a hot cross bun. Yeah. Vibe. But the hammer... The hammer, rather. Um, <laughs> went a bit West Midlands then. The hammer. <laughs> the hammer, it, it cares not for the central groove or Phillips. No. It just It does... You know, it's a one-size-fits-all. Mm. Yeah. And I've... Honestly, it makes no difference. If anyone's listening who struggles with a, a screwdriver, there's I any, imagine there's quite there's a lot of you. cabinet makers in, yeah. any experts in woodwork... <laughs> Stop fooling you yourself. A lot of those. What about you and Adrian Charles have done some lovely DIY together? Yes, well, we put really? up a child swing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, they can't. You can't do D- DIY together. DIT. Yeah, DIT. DIY yourselves. Yeah. Yes, but it's it's. I can't think if we could. Don't text us because we're we're not live this week. But I I wish I could think of another tool that was named after someone. Oh, let's have a think. Jimmy Nail didn't invent... No. <laughs> I thought that's a bit of a shot in the dark. The best of Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Morning, uh, Jim. Morning. Morning, Peter. Morning, Richie. So, Lest uh, we forget. What mm. about this, then? Um, so this is the Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Oh. A strong beginning... Hold it, hold it. A strong beginning to the weekend. Huh? Strong beginning to the weak end. Get it? Oh, yeah. Well, I, get, I get it, but I, I don't think it's that good. Oh. <laughs> well, it's the opposite, you see. Strong and weak. Yeah. Beginning and end. And also, that. it's got weak, as in weak. Yeah. Weak. Yeah. W-E-A. Yeah. I really like it, but I, I think I'd done. rather have read it. You know, like a Chaucerian joke. I'd see, I don't know if you could read it, because if you read it, then you've said weekend, whereas okay. I, we have the ambiguity of the audio version. Mm. There you go. Good morning. <laughs> Strong beginning, that. Yeah. Uh, this morning's texting, at what point in the morning does the Edge put on his hat? <laughs> <laughs> Good question. Do Does we he think sleep in it, Frank? He, he might sleep in it. He might get up and thinks, "I'll have, I'll have a wee wee, and then I'll put the hat on." He might put the hat on. Uh, it, it might be at the side. Of, it might be on the uh, what do they call it? The nightstand in America. Might, they might call it that. Yeah. Does he think? Of the edge waking up, saying, "I'll have a wee wee." No, yeah, but he's Irish. 
I wonder if um, I wonder if any of the readers of the show are like family friends and they would yeah. know because they've or done stayovers. Live nearby yeah, yeah. and walk past in the morning. Yeah. Maybe walk past eleven o'clock. Hasn't got the hat on yet. <laughs> yeah. What's what the late it? night? What's it like <laughs> under the hat? Well, I w I don't. There'll be you two fans in now. I I would be astonished to find he's got a, a head of lo luxurious hair. Mm. He, but, can, he can afford to get that tended to. I know, but it's, it's cheaper to get a hat. <laughs> We don't know anything is cost based. Here's a question How many hats has he got? That's another good has question. Has he got a hat drawer? He's probably has he got, got a room? A have those, you know those heads that they use for wigs? Has, yes. he got, has he got a room of those? <laughs> yeah. And all the faces are fashioned like his. Yeah, all got beards. But the yeah. question, anyway, the, 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 these are other questions for another time. But at what point in the morning, <laughs> if anyone's got any insight information, they've read a QA with the yeah. Edge, uh, you know, he's done an interview in the fanzine. Hmm. <laughs> or uh, maybe they're doing a bit of building work around his house. Fanzine. Spot the Doctor Who fan. Fanzine. Well, I, I use his gardeners, they'll know. Well, you could ask them. Yeah, yeah. yeah I might know. We've had a text message saying one. I don't know if that's an answer to the question. One? One. It just says one. There's no other thing to it. Just one. One in the morning? No, it mm. could be, uh, he's only got one hat. I don't, oh, know, okay. what, I don't know what they're answering. He can't only have one hat. What if he lost it at Customs? I mean, it must be searched at customs. Yeah. Are you allowed to just walk through in a hat? No, I don't think so. Is it a woollen hat, Frank? It is. Oh. It's a beanie, I think. <laughs> is it? That's yeah. what you'd call it. Mm. Sarah Beanie, I call him. <laughs> <laughs> Wear a beanie. I call him Wear a beanie. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's even better than the strong beginning to the weekend. Uh, do you know what, Frank? That's growing on me. Yeah, how is it? I love it I now. think that's probably what's happening with the Edges hat. <laughs> <laughs> Would you clean your teeth in a hat? <laughs> the best of Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I, um, I have a bad back. Do you know what? The TV has just had a headline on. You know, they do the headlines on the news and it said, Operation Will Cure Back Pain. And I was just thinking, wow, oh, that'll come in handy. I get back pain. And now yeah. you, it'll, uh, we have the us. telly on in the background. Yeah, just the news in silence. It's just mm. I, I have to, I, breaks. if the Queen goes down, I have to, I have to announce it. That'll be down to me. <laughs> oh, mine's for Wayne Rooney reasons. Is it? Yeah, you know they, they, those footballers always leave the hairdryer in the telly on because they don't like the silence. Oh, I see. But we do have it on silent now. Okay. Yeah, but I know it's there, Frank. Okay. Anyway, um, radio's better, obviously. Mm -hmm. Uh... So yeah, you know when people say, well, I, I've said it. I, I, I must have told you once. I was in, I was standing in the wings with a young comedian, mm. and I was just going, oh, holding my back. And he said, uh, oh, you, you got a bad back. I said, oh, I have got. It's killing me. And he said, uh, what happened? And I said, nothing. You <laughs> <laughs> just get to an age where they just come. They don't come with an anecdote. This one was a little different. I was. Um, I don't normally talk about what I've done on Room 1. We're recording Room 101 at the moment, which is a mm -hmm. um, popular entertainment show on BBC One. One of the and, best. And um, mm -hmm. I was demonstrating a thing called the Daddy Saddle. Right. Which you, What's that? You know when um, dads... It's just things I sort of associate with America in the 50s. Dads get on their, on all fours, as they say. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, the kid rides on their back... As if they were a horse. Never called it the daddy saddle in my life. No, no, no. The daddy saddle is uh, an item which oh, you can it? wear, which is actually a saddle that, that 
enhances the whole experience. Oh, Still, the daddy becomes a sort of horse. Yeah, yeah. The, daddy yeah. Is an, the daddy is an equine figure. Yeah. So um, I um, put that on and uh, invited a, a female guest. I don't take. Well, I tell you, it was Kirsty Walk, who I'd say is what nine stone tops. Mm. I'd say, do you want to get? I said, do you want to try? Be careful. What? Mm. Well, just with women. Okay. Don't ever guesstimate weights. <laughs> Be careful I'm with so women. Be careful with advice. women in general. <laughs> what yeah. I'm saying is she's slender. Yeah. Oh, she's slender. So I thought I can take... At which point... Um, I'm eight stone three, by the way. The... Um, Oh, okay. Well, maybe she's lighter. Anyway, I she, she declined. I'm getting on this. She declined. Next thing I know, the big cook, uh -oh. Heston Blumenthal... He never jumped on that. Not his, he, he bounced onto my back without <gasps> any warning, took his feet off the ground. He's a big lad as well. Oh, he yeah. is a, he's a big unit, as they say. Well, all mm. of the chefs, they can well, really he's a, go... He's a, he's a big like kitchen unit, yeah. you could say. <laughs> 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 and but, those, those glasses are titanium. They weigh a ton. Well, I... Um, it was, uh, I, I'd go as far as say it was a foolish thing to do. And, mm -hmm. um, my back is... I mean, I was a bit, you know, on telly you have to keep a bit of a smiley face. Well, that's right. it. So, I mean, I, I, it would have served him right if, if I bolted <laughs> with him on. So it just burst out through the studio. Through right? the fire doors and into got, oncoming traffic. And, throw, and then bucked and <laughs> thrown him. You should have. You oh, should have. I, I wish you'd you the, saying. Uh, yeah, it's it's made me think now. It's the last time I bet on a horse race. Yeah, I realise it's quite cruel. It's quite a lot to take. <laughs> it is quite cruel now you mention it. Yeah. It is. So, um, so I took the saddle home, the daddy saddle, but I've been able to unable to play with my own child due to my bloom and tall back. And I'll show you something else. This will be a good one for the readers. Oh yeah. Oh my goodness. We'll take a picture. <gasps> oh. Bang! Wow, he's. Uh, What's that? He's covered in just... little plasters. Well, they are, um... Can I hazard a guess? Can we explain what it looks like? Yes, do. Alan? Um, I would say it was about ten or twelve small, um, almost like the size of, uh, a corn plaster dotted up Frank's back. Take to a the picture, left of Charlie. spine. Mm. Um, um, here's my guess. Acupuncture. Um... Cupping. They're actually, Cupping. Um, I'll, uh... <laughs> They're actually poppers, so I can take my, um... I don't mean amyl nitrate. I mean, um... <laughs> Anything to get you through the show, yeah? Breast stud, so it's I can... has been down I that nightclub fire again. I can take my kidneys out and clean them. <laughs> no, no, they what are... Ma it? They're magnets, and they're supposed to help. I've, I've had I've had three sessions of physiotherapy for my Blumenthal bat. Oh, yeah. Is he paying? Well, I uh, think... Not yet. At the very least, you need some some free grub. Oh, no, I, I got, oh I, no, it's sticking me throat. Couldn't eat that. I've eaten there before, it's beautiful, but now, not after the back thing. <laughs> and also, my son, that knowledge that that daddy saddle is upstairs, unused. It's like when the cuckoo gets Tell me into about the it. Neck. You know when the... <laughs> <laughs> I've heard it called some names. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, dear. This is the best of Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I have to say, I just looked at the picture of my, uh, the magnets on my back. I realise I haven't seen my... I don't know if I've ever seen my back before. Your own back? Not? No. No. Oh, I love my back. I'm yeah. not sure about my back. It's a bit hairier at the base than I anticipated. <laughs> bit of a ponytail in the small of the back. Oh, is it? I didn't see that. I'm just focusing on the magnets. No, that's just as well, probably. That's what I was most attracted to. No. It's... Uh, how often does one sit and look at one's own back? 
That's anyway. the texting for the yogis. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they all take the uh, selfies of now. They're on back. Yeah, yeah the ladies right. do. do well, they? Yeah, because you've got to have your bootay in it. Oh. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah, you're right, I suppose. Yeah. I don't think this one's going to break the internet. <laughs> well, let's see. <laughs> let's see, Kim K. Broke, broke my back. Anyway, uh, You were rear of the year once. Uh, yeah, point. that was a long time. 2000. You and, uh, Carol Smiley, I believe. That's, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Um, yes, um, 15 years ago I was rear of the wow. year. Wow. I hated the picture. It's you sad. Wore it's weird, like, tight trousers, like skating. What were you wearing to try well, and they, show it off? They, are, they ask you to wear tight. Uh, it, I was wearing sort of long johns. Yeah. It was a mm. pretty Polly sponsored. How was it? <laughs> I just throwing that in for the fashion uh, enthusiasts. Yeah, fifteen years behind the curve. <laughs> fifteen years, but now I feel like you know when you see an old Bond girl and you uh -huh. think, oh, yeah, that's, that's how I'd say now if I saw my rear, probably. <laughs> rear. Um, yeah, not my not my rear. <laughs> the most beautiful sound I have ever heard. My rear. <laughs> my rear, my rear, my rear, my Oh that sounds a bit worse than I wanted it to. <laughs> this is the best of Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. There you go. That's nice. Yeah. And I have an email. It's all here. gone a bit Kenny Everett now. It's just jingle pon jingle. Um, hello all. I was listening to an old podcast recently. This isn't me, by the way. I'm reading. No. I was listening to an old podcast recently. That's it with the actors. You see, you can't tell whether it's their oh, words or someone else. Amazing first-time yeah. quality I've got to it. And Frank was explaining the Skinner effect, unofficial name. It's the phenomenon of phenomenon of standing <laughs> in the sand <laughs> thank you thank you uh standing in the sand whilst the tide goes out and you feel like you are going backwards i explained this to my boyfriend who nodded and seemed to understand what i was talking about i however wasn't convinced so i asked him again and he revealed that he had no idea what this phenomenon was and had never experienced it when i asked him why he lied he just replied to stop you going on about it which led me to the question, have any of the team ever pretended to understand something <laughs> and consequently been found out? Or even better, can they reveal on the show what they have lied about not understanding? No praise at all. And that's from Laura Jackson. I'll be absolutely honest. Mm. I have never really got to grips with Absolute Radio's no-repeat guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> I'd... What what does it mean? What when what is the time scale <laughs> on that? <laughs> what what are they what are they actually promising? Um they're not gonna repeat is it a forever? song. No, it's between certain hours of the day. It's like peak time, like nine till five or So it's just that on during that ten, period during ten, ten till something. See you're struggling. <laughs> yeah, but nobody knows what I it understand means. the principle, oh, not the detail. No, the principle is we won't play the same song twice. I don't uh, think it applies to us on Saturday. Does it not? No, I, so you like could play again. the same well, song a, again and again and again. Relief. Are we meant to do the no repeat guarantee days? Look, I love this station. They got. Uh, Hang on a, a second. I'll check the main. I bring my contract with me every week. <laughs> it's just right here. Maybe the listeners will know if we're meant to. They do won't. It. Nobody knows. Fine. <laughs> 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 well, know. I don't think anyone knows. It's like the Citizens Charter. The no repeat guarantee. The effects. So. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that, that's we. I was just asked what I didn't understand. That was that was it. Mm. 
the best of Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.